Armalite has a discount code for us, Jeep Life Podcast, Tim. If you or someone you know needs a new Armalite, and you do, all of you do, mm-hmm. um, use that discount code. Give it away. Give it away. Let let people know. I think you need a new color. Oh man, I love that. I love that khaki, desert khaki. Yeah, it would look different. It, w- it w- I think it would just jump out. Mm-hmm. It would be awesome. But um, but uh, I can't change my paint scheme that much. <laughs> <laughs> Jeep Live Podcast Ten is the way to go with that. Um, power tank. I just filled my top power tank up. Um, and. You know, I, I'm I'm going to get a 15 pound, but I got to see a 20 pound. Um, my friend Kim has a 20 pound, and that motherfucker's huge. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to head and a, say it. It's huge. It's a third bigger. <laughs> it, it, it is a third bigger. Look mm-hmm. at you in the maths. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's huge. I mean, it's. I feel like it's Fatter, this big around. Taller. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm like, uh, why would I? I wouldn't have any room for anything <laughs> else in my Jeep if I put that in there. Um, but what it's like- killer. <laughs> Ted, 15, 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. I'm going home. <laughs> that was funny. He just stopped. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, but Sorry. if you're going to get a power tank, use our discount <laughs> and code. And Sean, he's G- a 16-ouncer. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's the a, power shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jeep Life Pod 15 will get you 15% off of that. Um Pipes, our good friends over at Pipes, ah, oh, they're they're good people. So if you want your really exhaust to sound good, yeah, and as good as mine, or as good as Don's, good as Don's, or not as good as mine, or not as good as yours, um, Pipes, they've got that free shipping code. Um, code. Um, well, I was I was thinking about rolling it in with Cold Case too because they're yeah. um, got the same code yep. and it works. Um, Jeep Life Pod, and that's I cool. looked that up. You you'll save about fifty bucks. Wow, on a system, and that's more than ten percent. So yeah. that's like one of our best deals. It is one of our it best is. deals. So you you go and get your pipes and tell them we sent you. Yep. Nice. Um, and get the sticker too because oh those yeah. stickers really pop on the side of your vehicle. They do. Well, in the in the um the are you talking about the medallion ones? No, the, I'm talking just straight up pipes. Oh yeah, they do. Like that it jumps it, off the black side. Black and yellow. Yep. It, definitely, it's awesome. <laughs> Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast where we celebrate that Jeep life and live every minute of it in it, whether it's top down, top on, lifted, lowered, on the rocks, in the parking lot, whatever. I don't care. If you live the life, we love you. And we I, love everybody, man. We do. We do. We, we do love everybody. I'm Jeep and Terry. I'm Buggy Bill. Don. <laughs> <laughs> Barely that's Don. Dr. Don for <laughs> that's, everybody. That's Dr. Don there. to you. He's earned that. And I thought it we I thought we made made it break it Billy. Okay, it's break it Bill. Yeah. Break, break it, it Bill. What's that, you what's want. that what's that um what's that movie? Break it Wreck it, it Ralph. Wreck it Ralph and Break <laughs> It Bill. <laughs> that's the sequel. Oh, it, oh, it's his it, what that is, that's his his backstory. Wreck it Ralph's it's backstory. His backstory. It's his backstory. Okay. 
<laughs> his, raised by his dad, Jeez. his single dad. Um, break it, Bill. And <laughs> there we are. I love it. I think we need a shirt. Break it, Bill. Shred and dry shafts. One cheap <laughs> one at a time. Cheap. <laughs> one cheap. <laughs> Somebody please make that out there. Uh, yeah. Let's do Dude, it. Dude, so five years ago today was the first time I was ever out off-road. Oh, really? In my Jeep. Oh, cool. Did you get that memory today? Got it today. Roush Creek, five years ago today. Yeah. Green Trail, three miles an hour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shit in my pants, yep. man. We're, and we're all like, hey, look at that big-ass rock. And you park your tire on it. It's like three inches off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, I have a picture of me doing that. With, I mean, it was I was on stock tires and everything. Mm-hmm. I just parked it on this on this rock, and you know the rock was pitiful. I mean, it, 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 and yeah. I, I thought Two I was inches. I king. thought I was king. Yeah, king. Yep. I got out and took pictures and everything. <laughs> <laughs> God, we are done. Uh. But you know what? It, it, that's exciting, though. It really is exciting. Your first time out. I know. It's it, it, got it, a memory of me driving through this giant ass mud puddle. Ah, yeah, of course you got to do that. Hood, yeah. First know. engine, first engine gone, <laughs> toast right there. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, that wasn't the toasted. That's not when you toasted it though. No, no. Yeah, but it was on that engine. It was that engine. Yeah, you've been through more engines than I have been set of tires. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> it's expensive. No doubt. Yeah, everybody says yeah, it's better. Break it, Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I thought. So I love that. I. I love that your memories. I love when memories come up and tell me, you know, what what happened with mine. You know, mine two weeks ago was five years ago. I yeah. got my Jeep. Yeah. Right. And so it's it's fun Crazy to get those shit, memories. Man. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Shit. How about you, Don? Anything I have mine going? turned off, buddy. Only forward from here on. <laughs> Only forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's no memories. One, one foot. Erase that memories. Other. That's Get right. a little lobotomy going on. A little bit. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> How'd they go up? Left, fr- left nostril, right nostril? Oh, what, they, the, the, the finger? Uh, the <laughs> double double barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Were you picking your nose out on <laughs> man, <laughs> man, and blew yeah. out your brain? My <laughs> oh, brain's my leaking out my nose cavity. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I noticed your shirt when you came in, yeah. and, and we kind of talked about it pre-show, but I want to talk about it right now. It For everybody at home, Don, turn and, and show the oh. camera. But I'm going to read it to you. It says... Um, well, I don't know. It's backwards on mine. That's, That's what I, I do. do. I fix stuff and know things. Right. Couldn't be more Dr. Don than that. Yeah. My mom My mom found it. So she she was enjoying the posts of my son and I working on uh, Overkill. Oh, right, 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 right. So, you know, she she my son is like a spitting image of me. He's the only one out of the four that's going to be an absolute motorhead. Um, <laughs> right. So, you know, we were there... F- five hours and the whole time he was just wrenching and didn't complain. And and, and he's at the age that if he got bored quick, I mean, cause he, he, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, absolutely. I'm getting bored quick. It it would be lights out. You know, how do you manage it? I would start bolts on the inner fenders and he would go around and tighten them and he helped me secure, you know, put the new bands on for the res reservoirs and we're just tightening, finishing up some stuff. We had to put the skid plates on for the, uh, rock slide engineering, steps Steps, and you know he helped with that and helped me set up the lift and and he's just into it so my mom got one for me and a matching one for him too oh that's awesome yeah yeah that's awesome i love that and then scott showed up and he was like all over scott's jeep and he opens the door and he's like whoa this thing's cool it's got gaming chairs in the front (laughs) (laughs) he's got those corbos yeah Yeah. those corbos are nice they are i can ride in his 
Not because mine. the the side bolsters don't yeah. come up straight up vertical. Right. So like, he has the Trail Cats. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I have the TRXs or whatever right. they are. Yeah. You, yours are ass clinchers. Is what mine are. hold me in, dude. Yeah. Well, That's because you wear a size thirty two <laughs> jean. I right. do. I know. Yeah. Thirty three. I, I did at one point. Uh. So that's fun. I, I love that shirt, and I, yeah. I'm yeah. always looking. Yeah, my mom. She, she called me today. She's like, or she told me yesterday. She's like, I got something for you, and I'm like, all right, I'll come over and pick it up. And life got away from me, and she's like, I need you to come over before the podcast and get this. Oh, so yeah. it was for you to, to wear, wear on tonight. The, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yep. I love it. Um, <laughs> dude, I I love Jeep apparel. I, mm-hmm. I think that's all I have left. Same. You know, I used that to and wrestling and you know kickboxing stuff. <laughs> right, but it's it's. It's crazy. No Old Navy or Nike or anything like that. No branded stuff. Yeah, I love it. Oh, thanks for thanks for sharing that with us. It's it's amazing. Ooh, we got some mailbag, Um, and I don't remember where I. Well, I I marked the first one in Instagram, and the other one I think was um, on on the Facebooks. Um, The books of the faces. Books of the faces. Face Face pad. Yeah. Um. Let me get the first one. Yeah, go for it, man. Purchased my first Jeep, a 2022 Snazberry 4xE. I haven't seen a Snazberry 4xE, but I like Snazberry. I love I like the color. Too. Colors, yeah. And then that blue with it. I, I don't. So good. I haven't seen a 4xE like you said. Yeah. So I, I, I'm struggling to picture it a little bit. But uh, before purchasing, I googled it's and like searched all platforms that researched the 4xE and Jeep in general. I came across your podcast and love it. I considered myself a mall crawler, but after listening to you guys, I've become more interested in off-roading. Thanks for making me want to go broke. Ha ha. Keep up the great material. So he's not the first person that's told us that. No. But here's the other. I forgot that I did this. He sent another one via the YouTube channel. Okay. So uh, new subscriber to all platforms, purchasing my first Jeep, a 4xE, great and helpful info. I wanted to know which Wrangler I needed. I was between a Ruby or a Sahara. Found your podcast to help me with that decision. I don't rock crawl, so I, I'm going with the Sahara. Just uh, a FYI, I will be holding you guys responsible if I do get involved in rock crawling. LOL, it sounds <laughs> fun. Yeah, uh, Kenny, definitely uh, drag that fucker out onto the rocks <laughs> right <laughs> away. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we highly suggest it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the time. You know, and it, it, it almost doesn't matter which level. We, we, we've broken down the levels, but it almost doesn't matter which one you get they're all very capable. Yeah. The the Sahara it feel it's got creature comforts in it. It it no longer is just that um utilitarian vehicle. Yeah. It's got the cre- creature comforts but I don't know what they are. You know, it's uh, the Land Rover of the Wranglers. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, definitely drag it over some rocks. Absolutely. <laughs> start Absolutely. now. You know, and if if you want to start light, go to the mall and you know they've got those little um things in front of the parking spots crawl right over one of those and it'll feel good and then you'll want to do it that's called mall crawling that's exactly mall he said he's going to do it mall, yeah. there mall, you go. Crawl mall there. crawling so get it up well anyway thank you kenny for listening to us and uh you know we hope we can keep you entertained and we got this one a while ago and i'm going to do a little backstory with this ben porter sent this in and he he sent a link to a a, a um article that's on um I don't remember what. I, I'll look it up. But a man, I, I thought I sent a whole message with this post. Um, guy who is building it, and it was a a sweet 80-year-old, 
no, not 80 year old. He was, it was an old Jeep Ford early model, like 41 type model. Oh, so that was that the Ford's found. version yes. of the Jeep. Yes. yes. Found it and he's rebuilding it. And they're rare. Yeah. So this guy is a big Jeep guy. Sean Holman is doing it. Um, does a lot of stuff in the desert, Moab, Mojave, um, EJS, all that stuff. Um, he has a supercharged JL um, with the GFC platform. Um, he hosts the Truck Show podcast for Motor Trend. Yep. Um, so tons of industry knowledge. He also says he, he would be a really good guest to have on. And the reason I want to include that is because I think he would be a good guest to, uh, the, to yeah, have absolutely. on. So, Sean, if you're listening, get in touch with us. If not, I'll have our people get in touch with your people. And when are, when are our, our pe- people? When are our people working? I don't know what their hours are. Who's <laughs> <laughs> our people? Um, yeah, I think it's us. We're our people. Right, oh, right. Okay. We, we are our people. So, um, you know where we saw one of those Fords? At the museum, the Air Museum oh, at Wildwood. Yeah, right. There was a that's Ford right. in there. And so the backstory on that was Willys couldn't keep up with their contract that they had with the government. Right. And Ford stepped in just to fill the holes. So there isn't a whole lot of them out there. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, it's good. I love that history side of it, but I also love seeing people work on them and, yeah. you know, re- rehabbing them. Yeah. I was talking to Kyle from Offroad Consulting. He's huge into them. Huge into that. But he's also saying that he told me that they're worth more before they're restored in some cases. I, I think, yeah, if you don't go overboard on Yeah, them. if you don't modernize it too much or, you know, whatever, if you, if you restore it back to... Right, because the, the, the deal was that there was such a long option list for that. You know what I right, mean? Like right, right, depending right. on where it was going and what it was being used for. And then what happens is when people restore them, they're like, "Oh, you know what? I want the first aid kit in there, and uh, you know, I don't want the the water snorkel on it." Right, and they right, take right, that right. off, they delete that, and so then you know, it's not it's not accurate. Right. There, I can't wait to get ours done. Now, ours is missing everything. I don't know what it came with originally, so. Uh, but I'm I'm stoked at getting ours done. That's my yeah. That's first on my to do list after I get the, some of the other projects done. Nice, nice. Woo! So thanks for sending those in. We love hearing from our listeners. It's awesome whether you're texting us or um, sending email or hitting us up on all the platforms at Instagram. Um, info at jeeplifepodcast.com is the the best, but hit us with everything because we have giveaways, and that's how you get in touch with us for those giveaways, and we've got a big one coming up. we got two pipe systems that we're giving away, and pipes. One I, is a video, right? One Videos, is a video, video submission. submission. Yeah, we're um, get those in by July 1. Um, I think I heard from somebody today that they're, they're almost finished with it and sending it in, so... You, you, get, the more, the merrier, and make us laugh. Absolutely. If, if you can make us laugh, that's that's key. I think Canada has something going too, but I'm not sure. We're gonna um, have to drive his to him. <laughs> we are definitely gonna have to <laughs> go say hi. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other, the second one is going to be given away by our first ever JLP quiz show, and we have selected five contestants. Dan, I have dun, reached out dun, to them, dun, 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 and they have dun, dun, all agreed dun, 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 to be on. Dun, dun, dun. And um, here are the contestants. Drum roll, please. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Morgan. What? Yeah. Whoop. Ashley Irwin. I know her. From Extinction G- JKU. Yeah. yeah, I know her. Yeah. 
she's good people. I still I need to wheel with Ashley at some point. I love it. One day. Um, Canada. Mark Campbell. Ah, Canada. Right. Woo. Yeah. Right. I'm rooting for Canada. I until we see the shipping costs. And then, <laughs> I told you I'll drive it out to him. <laughs> I'll throw it over the border. I know, right? <laughs> Do you have anything uh, to claim? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> um, Josh Johnson and Woo! Troy Poliski. Woo! So those are our, our contestants, and um, I believe we have slated that for July 10th. Um, yep. We have to learn how to do it. Yep. We, it is going to be on the Kahoot platform now. It is going to be on the Kahoot platform. So go download Kahoot if you don't know what that is. Or just there's videos on YouTube okay. on how it, how it works. I'll have to YouTube it. Yeah, it's 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 a great platform for for this thing. Right. It's perfect. For so this. now, what we what we need to do, and for any of those people that are listening, we are going to need email addresses, and they are going to have to check them like right at the beginning of the show because we're going to have to send them a code to a be code. able to log in. Right. right. And and we'll, once we do all that, I'll send each one of them an email to. Well, that code. With the, with well, that code goodies. actually will generate when we start it that night because yep. yep. it changes. So yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, I did ask for. There were a couple on different platforms, and I asked them for their email addresses so I, right, I right. can get that back. And so I have all that. Okay. Um, the winner of that is going to get a pipe system. And if you play along with us, there might be um, other goodies that. Campbell's willing to pay half. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. He's willing to pay half on something free. Yeah. What a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we like him so much. I know. I love it. I love it. Um, so that's exciting. Thanks to Pipes for um, providing that. There, I, you know, I just love the sound of my Jeep, and and they do it all right. Um, cool. God, where are we going? We're, I feel like the summer is getting away from me, and it's crazy. We're going to New Jersey Jeep Invasion down in Wildwood, New Jersey, and I'm pretty stoked for that. Um, I'm also probably not yeah. going to be ready for that. I don't know. I, in no way am I ready for that. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, we. I was thinking about that on the way here, that so we need to... Figure that shit out. We need to put together a checklist and, and yeah. probably a bin or two. Yep. And at yeah, least. At least, yeah. So then after that, we're heading to PA Allbridge Jeep Fest in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and hopefully it's not hot as gonads oh, out there. That show can be balls hot. Well... Carlisle's a little bit cooler than It's New a York. lot cooler than New York, yeah, for sure. So, after that, we're going to be heading to Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and I am super stoked to head down there if yeah. I can swing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're going to be able to, maybe, and I... I um, I'm picking up Don at f- on Friday night at, like... Or, no, Thursday night at, like... Yeah, I think seven o'clock. Or we're gonna drive through the night all the way. Hard down line. You have to pick me up there. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Let's do cruise it. Cruise all the way through. Tie him up. I don't give a fuck. No, <laughs> I don't want to tie him up. He's gonna be driving half the way. <laughs> well, yeah, just tie his hands to the wheel. There right. we go. Done. Done. Um, and then we're not going to be in Ocean City. No. But it's going on at the same time it as is. as Great Smoky Mountain. So yes, it is. if you can't make it all the way to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee then definitely head your way to Ocean City and have a good time there, but you won't see us. I just want to go to Windrock. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good trail. Yeah. I mean, it's a good trail system. Good park. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. 
All right. Oh, we got one more. You know I'm going to add to it. You're oh, ready? you are? All right. We're going to add one. We're going to record live at Hardline. Ooh, I like, like that. While we do some stuff. All cool. Right. Yeah. Bill doesn't know that yet, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to him briefly. Uh, so that'll happen at some point this summer. We'll, you, we'll, we'll do a live recording there. So I'm I'm dying to um, spend more time with, with Bill. He's, Bill's awesome. He's a great guy. Hardline yeah. Fabrication. I... I don't know of a better. It's the next and upcoming thing. Yeah, I don't know of a better shop in no. the, in the area, and um, and 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 much less a better dude. He's got some serious projects going on there. I mean, six figure jeeps with massive, massive equipment on them. Ooh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, I it's like a it. it's a real yeah. deal. Yeah, it's the real deal. Um, I just sweep floors there. <laughs> yeah, right. Somebody has to. <laughs> and we get this really cool magnet thing that Scott gave him. <laughs> it's really cool, dude. Very distracting. You just walk around with it, and it picks up metal shavings, and, and it's just it's really yeah. fun. And then it has like a release button on it, too. It's got a magnet. You just pull the sh- lever up, and it just drops it all. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. right in the trash can. Perfect. Perfect. So, so much Four fun. feet wide, too, right? Uh, it's pretty wide. I don't think it's four, but three, maybe. Three. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. It's just, it's the simple things in life. <laughs> the <laughs> simple things that have used the greatest. It's fun minds. to see when you have like an old Jeep in and you back it off the lift to see how much was rust and how much was dirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. True. All right. So let's talk about shocks. Uh, this is great because we started out our live um, tonight talking about it. Shocking. I, it, it was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked that we, ha- I, I'm shocked that we haven't talked about shocks in the past. So, you know, Don did his due diligence, as he always does. Doctor, take us to school All right. on shocks. I am pulling my notes up because I should have had them up already. And I, I got them up. I know. I'm slacking, man. All right. So, um, tonight the idea is that we're going to talk about some shocks. We're going to talk about uh, different types of shocks, not necessarily brands, but different designs um, kind of what they do, and then how we adjust hey, them. Hey, hey, what? They damp motion. They damp motion is right, Billy. <laughs> damp you. We got. There's more Billy questions coming. Woo. So anyway, uh, and then finally, this part of of it, the research that you know I did, or the pieces that I plugged in, were because of Mark Campbell, and I had a great idea about. How did you know? How do you set, or how do you get the right length shock? Mm. And it's so important. We'll we'll talk about all that. So uh, give me about an hour and a half to go through <laughs> this. And, you know, we're good. But there's going to be a little bit of black magic. There is a little bit. There's some science behind it too. Um, and it's funny because we were talking about that earlier. A lot of suspension guys, you know, when you get into, uh, you know, the Ultra Force stuff, stuff yeah. like that, and, and it's funny because I've read this in different threads and different articles, you know, that were based around King Shock and, and uh, you know, stuff like that. These guys, um, it's a seat of their pants kind of thing, so it's very interpretive. What There's one a, guy likes, another guy may not. It's called a butt dyno. It is. It is. So uh, there is some of that, but there also is hard facts behind it as well. Um, first, and that's of, called a shock dyno. And there literally is a shock dyno. <laughs> so first thing we should talk about, um, what do shocks do? So it's like you said, they, they dampen things. But right. but to get scientific about it, 
they take kinetic motion mm-hmm. and they turn it into thermal mo- thermal I'm sorry kinetic energy and turn it into thermal energy. Mm-hmm. So what you don't want the job of the shock is to keep the contact patch of the tire on the ground. Otherwise the spring kind of overdoes its thing and you yep. lose contact pattern and all that good stuff. So if the shock's have, there to do to do that. Go ahead Bill. If you have no shocks in your Jeep driving it down the road, it feels like driving a boat. It, it's just like it floats. Oh, yeah. Well, you get springs like that are in my Jeep. It's like... Or it's yeah, super vibration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the shock's there to, to dampen all that. Um, and the way it does it, like I said, it takes kinetic energy and turns it into thermal energy. Yep. Now, the thermal energy, we've got to dissipate that heat, and that's the oil and the shock body itself does that. And, you know, so um, that's its job. Now, there are different t- ways to build these, and depending on what you're going to use them for, some ways are better than others. The two most common types of shocks out there are monotube and twin tube, and that you'll find in lower-end stuff. Yep. So your box-by suspension kits like you know your lower-end Rubicon Express, Terraflex, uh, even like Rock Crawler, their lower... Their lower shock uh, option is a twin tube. Uh, you know, Rubicon is a twin tube and a monotube. Um, AV uses monotubes. What's that? AV, AV uses, uses monotubes. They're Bilstein monotubes. Yep. Um, so, JKS, you know, uh, twin tube monotube. Yep. Quadratech twin tube monotube. Yep, yep. So um, they're most of your box buys. But here's the thing, um, and we'll get into it a little more, but they're, they're really... They're a great all-around spring. A monotube shock is a really great, and we'll talk about it, really great all-around shock. But the way a monotube works is you have a single upper piston and a chamber with a lower piston that separates it from the gas. So it's just one big chamber, oil, gas, two pistons, and it's really great because it responds really fast, very responsive uh, compared to the twin tube. Uh, It dissipates heat much better. Um, usually the shock body is larger, so you have a larger volume of oil, dissipates heat better, etc. Twin tube uses a main chamber, and then there's two outer cham- tubes that move the oil. So as the piston compresses down, it moves into two chambers, and the gas is in the two chambers. And um, because there's those two chambers, they don't react as fast. They tend to overheat quicker. And they tend to aerate because in the monotube, there's a piston that physically separates the gas chamber from the oil chamber. It doesn't happen that way in a twin tube. So um, twin tubes are great when you're doing low-speed stuff. They're fine. Normal Um, driving. Right, right. Monotube is kind of a step up from that. Next type of shock is the emulsion shock. So emulsion shock actually mixes the nitrogen and the oil together. And the only company that, uh, Fox has an emulsion shock and RK has an emulsion shock. So emulsion shocks are really great because they're very tunable, predictable. Uh, they're great for rock crawling. One of the best shocks you can put on for rock crawling. Um, the problem is if you're going to do high speed stuff, they tend to overheat. Now RK has kind of, um, come up with a way to kind of deal with that better. If you look at their emulsion shocks, they're almost like finned. They're shock bodies. Right. Right. Yeah. And that actually. Extruded aluminum shock body. Right. So it actually, I I read it, it actually increases the surface area by like 50%. And so they can exclude, you know, extrude that much more heat. Um, Reservoir shocks work similarly to monotube shocks. However, instead of uh, moving 
uh, that fluid around in the main body, we actually move it into the reservoir, creates a larger, larger volume of oil, helps to cool it down better. Yep. Um, and reservoir shocks are fully tunable and serviceable in, in 100% of the cases. Usually. Yep. Bypass shocks. Uh, now, bypasses, that's what we were talking about earlier. That's where it gets really cool because we can design a shock that actually has varying rates of, of uh, dampening, uh, I'm sorry, compression and rebound. And we do that because we add chambers along the inside of the cylinder bore where, you know, in other words, it might have a lower one where it pushes oil into, and that might be a, a, a softer ride. And then as we get up closer to the, the top ends. of the piston travel, we have another chamber because the lower one's blocked off already yep. by the piston that will, you know, change it to a much firmer ride. So we were talking about that. That's the beauty of, like, uh, you know, RK's triple bypass. Yeah, King um, triple bypass, right. Fox so triple you can, bypass, yeah. You can tune it to the upper spring and the lower spring. Um, you know, that it's it's a really cool setup. Um, so those are the main, main ones used in, in off-roading. Now, if you get into road racing and stuff, there's, there's some other variations of this stuff, but those are the main ones that we, we see. Um, so the next thing we really need to talk about, uh, is shock valving and shock valving refers to rebound and compression. Compression is the amount of force applied back while a shock travel is compressed. Okay. So it's the amount of, of force that the piston's pushing back to help control the vehicle um, so that spring doesn't suddenly collapse. And rebound is the amount of force that it takes to um, kind of return the shock, mm -hmm. okay? So valving's really important. You can over-valve a shock, and, like, that's what's going on with my Jeep. So Rubicon Express has one shock that, like, works for everything. At the part number... I didn't research it today, but I'm pretty sure that that one part number is their progressive shock, is their linear, or I'm sorry, their progressive suspension, right, their, yeah. their linear, that, their long arm, their short arm. It tends to happen in the off-road industry. Right. It's, it's very difficult to get around because, there, like I said, there's so much black magic in some of these shocks that, and there's such a great difference in variation between shocks as well. Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. So it's very difficult to get the shocks made over and over again. There's like a 20% variance rate in right. every shock. Right. You know, Bill Steele's and what's a that? Lot what, what? What's that? Why is that? Why is there a 20% variation? Because we use like a shim stack. Wouldn't that shim it's, stack be the same? Or it is it could because be of like fill levels for oil? It could be, yep, fill levels Just for oil. Just variations in production. Point, you know, Five milliliters of oil difference right. okay. makes a difference. Okay. And even smaller uh, amounts in yeah. these, you know, smaller shocks as right. well. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's not, when we say there's oil in them, there's not as much there as isn't you think. There is no. I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know exactly, but. Um. Don't look at me. I'm the dumbest of the three. <laughs> I mean, well, so no. I run not, air not, shocks not on, my, on my buggy. Right. And that uses 200 milliliters. Of oil. Of oil. Yeah, and they're huge. And that's a two-inch diameter. Six foot long. 16 <laughs> inches. They are huge. 16 <laughs> inches. But that's considered an emulsion shock. Right. Because it mixes the nitrogen the air, and the oil. Right, yeah. right. Or CO2. Yeah, or CO2. So this is, um, you know, that valving is, is really important because, like I said, if you over-valve it, you get what I have. I mean, it thinks... 
Honestly, for cheap suspension, the thing sticks the ground at like 60 on a back road or over right. rocks yeah. because yeah. that shock is reacting so fast. And it's a monotube, right. so it stays fairly cool. And, yep. But it is stiff as hell. And that's what say, it is. Ru- provides a rougher ride. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. So, um, you know, that's an overvalve shock. Undervalve shocks, you know, you get a real mushy ride. Mm-hmm. Depends what you want to do. You know, in some cases, some people, again, it's that seat of the pants kind of thing. Some people like undervalved. I, personally, I think I might um, see if I can firm mine up a little bit. Right, right. So you can. You would yeah. add, we'd have to add nitrogen to his. Yeah, so right. get on that nitrogen kit, Terry, and we'll tune your shocks. All right. Tyler, <laughs> send me a nitrogen kit to sh- test on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so now we typically measure um, rebound and compression in either Bilstein does it. Bilstein's the only one that I'm aware of that does it in newton meters. Right. Probably because I think Bilstein's a German company. Yes. That's probably why they do that. Yeah. Over engineer uh, everything. Yes. Yeah. It's got Super. micro switches on it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, or inch pounds. Everybody <laughs> else does inch pounds. Um, newton meters is common. It is. It is. Um, Really, it's just what you set your shock dyno to. Right. <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes here. So, like we said earlier, actual shock tuning can be specifically done if you have a serviceable tunable shock with a shim stack. Now, the way we fi- figure out what we want, well, you need a starting point. It's kind of like MIG welding. When you MIG weld and you open up the welder, you've got to set your heat range and your yep. wire feed. And it's kind of a big guess, but you... Um, Got a roundabout average. Well, there's a chart yep. that kind of gives you a place to start. So it tells you what you know heat range based on what wire you're using, what gas you're using, and what metal thickness. So uh, this is the same way. We kind of we take the spring rate times the length of travel, and that'll give us a starting point based on the manufacturer's charts, and then they give you a number for the shim stacks to use, and yep. then you start it, and then and, and you that that's where you kind of go. Take one, add one. Right. You're adjusting them. Maybe you feel like it's not rebounding quick enough, uh, or it's not soaking the bumps up enough. You might want to change compression. Again, um, they're tuning for frequency as well on the higher-end stuff. So um, frequency is the the amount that that shock can return back and forth between rebound and compression, uh, and they'll do that in a shock dyno. But you know, for what we're all doing, for the most part, doesn't make you know we don't, we don't get into that. That's more road race stuff. Um, so when we're talking about shock valving, the there's two numbers to to delineate uh, or denote what valves it's using. The first valve or the first number. Uh, is the rebound, um, and that might be like, and this is an actual number for Jeep Wranglers, 2,550. That's your rebound number. The second number is 780 is your compression number. Uh, The higher those numbers go, the more firm the shock gets. Okay, so that 2,550 and 780 is a typical Wrangler number, JK number. Um. So, how do we know which shock is best for us? Well, in all honesty, I said this years ago on the show when we first started. Buy a good box kit like RK, mm-hmm. and that shock will be dialed in for that suspension. Yep. Problem is, you got to spend some money for that. I would say 
um, you know, RK, Metal Cloak, are the two big ones that would do that. Some of the higher-end Terraflex stuff. Um, you know, they have the Alpine shocks and Alpine systems, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some that new there's stuff a, that's coming. I up. was just going to say it. There's some new stuff coming out and I know the engineer personally, and I guarantee it's going to be tuned right and the right length. It might be. <laughs> 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 no, I can actually guarantee that it, it is, um, there's some big works coming up. So tune in to Quadratech soon for the new and upcoming. Mm. Hmm. You heard it here. Hmm. Or did you? Or did you? Or did you? So, um, so first of all, this is my, let's say it's one, two, three, four-step process to choosing the right shock. First, determine what, what you're going to use it for. Is it going to be used for rock crawling, dual sport vehicle, pre-running, ultra racing, etc.? Um, because that's going to determine what type of shock you're going to use, whether it's a monotube, twin tube, emulsion, reservoir, bypass. So if you're doing like a dual sport vehicle, um, probably dollar for dollar, the best shock you can do is a monotube. You don't need to get into emulsion shocks. Honestly, a monotube would work better on the road than an emulsion shock would, um, you know, monotube is a is a really great shock for just dual sport rigs. Um, you know, if you're going to primarily doing rock crawling or hitting some heavy northeast trails, emulsion shocks are the way to go. You're going to get into, you know, some kind of high speed stuff, um, you know, or multi, like, so if you're doing ultra four racing, you're hitting multiple high speed desert stuff, you're hitting... Uh, rocks and rock crawling, you know, that's where the adjustability comes in, reservoir or certainly bypass shocks. So first thing is to determine what you're going to use a Jeep for. Um, and then determine a budget because within the world of monotube shocks and twin tube shocks, you can go anywhere from $30 a shock to I think RK's twin tubes yeah. are like $100 a shock. You know, so you got to determine a budget. Uh, what's Bilstein shocks cost? They're 100 bucks a piece? I think they're more like 85 but still. Are they? Yeah. So, you know, you, you can get into some bucks, and then you get into emulsion shocks. and you're Reservoir about, shocks. And yeah, you get into bi- triple bypass coilovers. You're at about, <laughs> you know, four grand a corner. Yeah. Four, so, 10, 12, 17. Um, How big do you want them? But, I mean, you can, within the world of bypass shocks, there are cheaper ways to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's there's other stuff. You don't have to do ORIs or you whatever. Pro fenders. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> for about 250 bucks a piece. Yep. So you determine your budget, determine what you're going to look for, and then that's going to, or what you're going to use it for, that's going to narrow it down a lot. Um, and then if you are going to go with an adjustable shock, a lot of these companies, um, not the bigger ones like Bilstein and stuff, but like if you call Fox or if you call, actually I looked today, Fox has service centers that you can send your yep. shocks to. And they send you a sheet. You fill out the sheet. You basically tell them your spring rate, vehicle weight, uh, length of travel, and they're going to give you a base valving to work from. Yep. Um, and they then those charts. Right, right. Well, Fox just released theirs to the public. Yeah. Um, so you can you can go ahead and then get the shock back. Gives you a good basis to start with. You can go ahead and change it. The other thing that you need to determine is shock length. So the way a shock, the, uh, when you buy a shock... If you don't, let's just say, you know, for instance, I, I, I'm rebuilding, a, I'm restoring a CJ. 
it had a lift on it. Um, the shocks that were on it certainly weren't the right ones. I could tell you right off the bat, you know, when I took them apart, it w- they were too short. Okay. So when I called OK Four Wheel Drive to order a set of shocks, there's two measurements I need to give them. I need to give them a um, collapsed yep. length. So the, the suspension fully compressed and the suspension at full droop. So an ex, ex, extended yep. um, uh, measurement as well. So that's how we measure shocks. It might be 12 inches to 18 inches, yep. 12 inches to 20 inches, whatever. So 12 inches fully collapsed, um, fully extended might be 20 inches. So the way you determine that in a shock is obviously you fully collapse it, and a measurement is made from the center of the eyelet to the center of the eyelet, yep. or if it's a stud, the bottom of the stud. Okay? It's not made at the top or the middle. Okay. And then on the vehicle, you've got to fully extend the. There's no way around this. You've got to fully extend your spring. If it's a leaf spring, you're going to let it at full droop. Um, if it's a coilover, you want to stop droop right where the spring starts lifting off the perch. Uh, would be the proper way to do that right before totally unloads. Um, and that would be your full measurement. You're going to take that measurement from the lower spring mount, the center where the eyelet, where the bolt will go through the eyelet, to the upper again where the bottom of the stud, if it was a stud-type shock, would mount, or to where the, you know, if it's an upper hoop, where that would mount. So um, you're going to take that, and then you have to fully compress the suspension to take a... Another measurement. Now, in my case, we couldn't fully depress, compress the leaf springs. Correct. So <clears throat> what you can do is you can, you know, and they say, well, get a forklift and lift one tire and yada, yada, yada. We, we just, it wouldn't do it because it was just a frame. So what we did was we took at a normal ride height, the measurement, and then we installed the bump stops, went from the bottom of the bump stop to the top of the bump stop plate, and then subtracted that from our ride height measurement. Some and simple math. Right. Basically. Gives you what you need. You call them. You tell them what your measurements are. They'll give you the right shock length. Now, uh, Mark Canada had said, you know, about how this really needs to be done in a lot of a lot of setups, and it is absolutely true. Even you know these big box buys like Rubicon, lower price Terraflex stuff, uh, Skyjacker, you know, all those they use one part number for a lot of different stuff, and so you know a lot of times you're you're not getting full. It's you'll get full compression. But you're not getting full droop, droop. No. right? And its shock is limiting it. So, um, you know that that's something to really look into. It's it's a good, easy, cheap, quick way to determine, you know, if you're getting everything out of your suspension when you're rock crawling. Um, that's all I got. Is that it? Any, any better <clears throat> myself? That's a lot. That was, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think. <laughs> Shocks is one of those things that you can do and and completely improve yep. everything. Yep. Um, and they should be. Um, that's the other thing is like shocks have a life of them. Like they have a, a lifespan. They do. They need to be changed out probably about every two to three years ish. Well, and I didn't put this in the notes. I probably should have. It. I didn't think about it. But there, there's some telltale signs. I mean, obviously leakage. Yep. Um, you know, there's jounce tests you can do. So yeah. obviously, I mean, you just put a knee in a bumper and rock the crap out of it, and it should stop in three oscillations. It shouldn't be more than that. Right. 
um, you know, bushings down by the eyelets come apart and crack and deteriorate. Yeah. So there's something called uh, superficial cracking. If you have a crack that goes from the outside of the bushing to the inside of the bushing, it's superficial. And that needs to be addressed. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, like I said, shock leakage. Um, I, I the first the first time you and I went out, the, you were you were you were behind me. Yeah. And you were like, uh, your bushings are shot. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Your bushings are clunk, shot. Clunk, and I'm like, clunk, dude, clunk, you're clunk, twenty clunk, twenty clunk. miles away behind me, and you're you're telling me this yeah. over the radio. Yep. All right. I'll take your word for it. I mean, that literally was yeah our, our first outing. I think together. Yep, together. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I was behind you, and I could see it just knocking and rattling around. And that's a, it's a common thing for lower price shocks. Absolutely. Uh, you know, my my previous JK had a Procomp suspension on it, and for whatever reason, and I had the good shocks on that. I had the I forget the number fifty one hundreds or whatever they were. Yeah, they yeah. were a aluminum body. It would spit bushings on them left and right. I mean, hmm. they were good for a year, and, oh, wow. and it would just. And yeah. it wasn't a bushing thing because I went with another set, another company's bushings in them, and it just still still did it. So huh. now there's some interesting science to valving too, um, which I'm not going to get into. But like slant of the shock, the cant of the shock, yep. canter of the shock actually changes the the valving. Because oh. it's how um, much how the air and the right, oil hits right, the veins. Right, because when you put it on a valve, I mean, that, on an angle, on an angle on an that angle. changes yes. where yep. it's going to line yep. up. Yeah, so, sure. so, I mean, that changes it. There's there's a lot of, there, there's it's like you said, there's a lot of black magic, but there's also a lot of thought that goes behind shocks, yep. you know. I mean, even, yep. even the cheaper ones, so, yeah. Right. Well, Killer, thanks for uh, teaching class today. And yeah, of course. I took notes. Nope. Nope. Um, but... <laughs> I, I can always go back and <laughs> I can always go back and listen and and get caught up again. Here's something we normally like to do, and we like to celebrate um, wins. And it's late March right now, so we're back to we're, what is it? It's March four hundred ninety-seven point <laughs> eight nine two. We have a new bracket. Wow, we have a new bracket, and we are going to start doing wheels. Cool. I, I'm super excited about this. Um, we're going to put up, and we're going to do the first the first battle. We want to do for one or two. What time? Where, where are we at time frame? Oh, we could do two. I think we could do two. We, we could do, do the two. west bracket. Ooh. And, and drop that in. I'm going to see well, if I can get this up first for everybody. Ones. Oh, that second one. Hold on. Let me. Let me. I'm. I'm. Here we are. Bracket. I don't know if it's going to show up. Yep, yeah, look at there, it did. I'm magic. All right. So, in, so we have an eight-team single elimination. Yeah, in the in the West, we have Method versus Black Rhino. We have Terraflex versus AEV. Then on the East, which we'll do next episode, was KMC versus Icon and Fuel versus Quadratech. Ooh. Yeah, That's some good lineups, right? Good there. lineups. I, you know, they. I like that. They worked really hard to get into these positions. They paid yeah. tons of money to to get into these positions. Huge amounts of donations to our campaigning. Yeah, and and let me tell you, whoever gives us the most money out of this, I'm not ashamed. They'll win. It's definitely so if you, better. If you're listen, method, Terraflex, AV. Yep. Anybody wants to give us some, you, you know, will you will win. You will win big. lots. <laughs> I'm shamefully throwing that out there. <laughs> Um, cool. All right, so let's talk method versus Black Rhino. Ooh, well, 
<laughs> this is mean to say, but what's Black Rhino bringing to the table? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, well, Method got depends bead locks. They got race wheels. They got yeah. bead grip technology. They have so much as just far, awesome design. As far as the mall crawler wheels go... I, Black Rhino has some cool trend. I, they're trend yeah. setting right now. They really I, and and they're they got um, a cool Humvee looking wheel. They've right? got some really good color matching trim yeah. in it yeah. that I think is second to none. Yeah. out there for 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 that mall crawler truck yeah. show. Yep, um, yep. kind of. Can we bring person. it back to like functionality? But <laughs> well, no, we, no. and we will. So I mean, Black Rhino. So I have Black Rhinos on the Caddy. So they right. do a street wheel too, yeah. and and they I, they bounce so well, and they're not oh, heavy. Okay. No, the the Humvee looking ones are pretty heavy, but like the ones that are on the Caddy are not. Not that that has anything to do with Jeeps, but it's it's a good quality wheel. It's you know I just threw it on there. I probably, you know, we probably should have did fuel versus black rhino, but would have been a little. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want it because I had other <laughs> things going. Other, on. Yeah, okay. um, but uh, to that point, I think the selection of this is really in what you're looking to do. Yep. Because I think you you're getting to that point. Method really has some fantastic new technology. Yep. Even now with their beadless bead locks. Um, bead kind of grip, technology. bead grip technology. Yeah, um, um, I think it's just. Uh, I feel as though Method has just more of a well-rounded. You know, I'm. They're super light. I was just gonna say that. So yeah. Method wheels, I mean, are super strong and super freaking light. Yep. And like they bl- they bring a lot of good designs as well that complement. The Jeep and the they Jeep. They do. Yeah, I like, like the look of Method yeah. wheels. But then that's the thing. If you look at a Method wheel, you know it's a Method wheel. Yep. Without Absolutely. without a center cap or anything, you but know. But I love that center cap, too. And, like, I love right, the Method, yeah. the way they do it. You yeah. know, like, Fuel has a blow it out like it's an axle stub. Yeah. I don't dig that, really. I've knocked them off I don't know how many times on mine. Yeah, yeah. Rocks, yeah. You know, it's a, they also provide a really strong, like, bead, bead lock ring as well. And also, like... Um, fake beadlock, they do offer a removable, I think it's like a... Do they? I was looking for that today. I couldn't I find it. I'm pretty sure they do. I know in the next fight, that one will come up. Yeah. Well, that's... Yes. Right. So, all right. Here we go. We well, got... they have a... I'm pretty sure Method has a dual mount. So, they have, an, they have a, you know, inner bead. Do they, like Hutchinson yeah, and AB? Th- yeah, okay. I think so. All right. All right. So, call it, boys. Who's going to win this one? Method. Method. I'm going method as well. Thanks, um, Black Rhino, for showing up. And I'm I'm gonna tell you you're not out of the running because if a check shows up tomorrow, you can you're back you're, in. you're, you're yeah. back in. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that black rhino. I mean, for some people it's a it may be a better wheel. Buy-in. Yeah. Buyback. Right. right. It's buyback. like poker. Per, per, <laughs> poker buyback. That's game. right, that's right. Five hundred bucks. Black Rhino is not all these wheels that I put in here are quality stuff. Right. Yeah. It's just for what we're what we like in our style, we like method. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So method moves on. Terraflex versus AEV. This is a tough one. Is it though? I, I think it I, is. I, I Terraflex don't. has uh the rapid deflator design. I'm I'm gonna just throw this out there. I'm one hundred percent Terraflex. Because in today's wheels, I think it's about being innovative. True. And, and, and that hasn't flex- come out with anything. No, AV hasn't done anything since they did the the, the dual the dual uh you know bead lock wheel. Yep. 
dual mount wheel. So the Terraflex has the quick deflator. It's got uh, a multi piece beadlock ring. Yeah. So, well, it's a knurled yeah. beadlock ring, so you don't slip the tire. They're supposed to be good down to 10 psi. Um, it's got the removable rock ring that is yeah. not expensive. It's it's pla- It's basically it, a hardened didn't plastic. Didn't they just come out with the bolt style? That's not them. That's Icon. <sighs> AV has has one as well. That rock ring that's bolted on. No, no, I'm no. This about is a the it, bolt in. It's literally, they're bolts that go through the wheels that hold the beads on. So we'll get to oh. that when we talk about Icon. Okay. That's why oh. I threw Icon right. on there. Okay. All right. But yeah, I I had AV wheels on the last one, and and they were strong, and the finish wore pretty well. You know, I'd say better than my fuels, uh, fuel beasts that I have. But um, they're just not innovative. I'm TerraFlex all the way. That rock rash ring is really important to me because I am just chewing up my AVs. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm sorry, my my fuels. Yeah. I the AVs that I've lifted are heavy. They are. They're, they I, are. Yep. I, I've lifted AVs, I've lifted quad, I've lifted methods. I've, but also but AV has a very specific backspacing on it that is optimized for... Four and three quarter. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's what the Terraflex is too. I think it's four and well, three quarter. Terraflex has other styles though. Has different backspacings. Yeah, they only AV have one style only wheel. Has one. That they only have for that wheel one style, and that's the one thing that I could say I don't like about that wheel is because I don't dig that style. I think it looks a little cheap, yep. you know. But all the innovation in that that wheel definitely uh, outweighs, you know, not having the ability to select. Yeah, stuff. that's fair. All right, so boys, oh, we just I just got a text for to add into this. Yeah, I've seen some some other things. Trail so. gear and race line. Yeah. So Raceline, yeah, um, Raceline's been around for a while. You don't hear about them as much. Trail gear, I've never heard of trail gear. Trail gear is like an off-road, real hardcore rock crawling tire. Okay. Or wheel. Sorry. Um, We might see if that's a wild card that Mm. we put in at some point. (laughs) AV versus quad in the finish. (laughs) Nah, we already blew that one out, I think. So anyway, I'm going Terraflex. You're going Terraflex. Yeah. Yep. Break it. Campbell said dirt life. What? Dirty life. Huh? All right. Terraflex or AV? Terraflex. All right. Because I like that flex. All right. So Terraflex it is. What are you going? Which one? I mean, not that it matters, but you said Terraflex? I, I was actually leaning toward AV, but you guys talked me out of it. Okay. So I'm, I'll, I'll jump onto the Terraflex It'll bandwagon. Make you feel good, 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 good. <laughs> All right. So the West has been decided for the final four. Method Met- versus Terraflex. Yeah. I think Woo! I'm going to have to do some more method research and see what some of the new stuff they have is. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next next episode, you've got KMC versus Icon. Yep. And Fuel versus Quadratech. Yep. All right. Tune in for that. Where can they find us? Well, I want everybody to head over to our YouTube's channel. Hit that like and subscribe. And then also we have a Facebook. Make sure you hit that follow, like, like the page. And you know, you can send us a message there too, right? Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yes. I'm pretty sure 100%. people have sent us yep. a message through Facebook. And then also you can send us an email at info at jeeplifepodcast.com if you just want to say hi. Just remember that is the only way to get entered into our awesome giveaways. Mm. 
Love it. So we might be having another one coming up soon. Make sure you send us an email to just say hi. And then also we have Instagram, all of your podcast platforms, all and them. our website. I love it. Well, everybody, it's been awesome hanging out with you again on Sunday night. I love it. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Jeep life like we do. Take that top down. Take that top off. Get out there and enjoy it. It's summertime. Um, I don't know what it is in Canada. If it's still winter, I don't know. It's winter all year round. <laughs> I know, right? warming up, I think. All right. For Break It Billy, Dr. Don, and Jeep and Terry, here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs>